What's up, guys, and welcome back to Sensibly Loud Radio. It's your main man, Jay Mack, here on this lovely evening here in Denver, Colorado. We have a temporary HQ for the weekend. I'm here with B-Easy, Mountain Carl, and Ben Baseball. And Sam's, the great Sam Bino's off to the side, but he'll come in maybe a little bit later. How's it going, guys? Doing great now that I just got done with uh, my travel adventures. I can't wait to talk travel adventures because I feel like we all have things to talk about. Absolutely. Should we take it chronologically? We can do that. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, enjoying Colorado so far? Oh, I'm loving it. Uh, Temperatures, atmosphere, the vibe, everything that we have here is uh, pretty amazing. We've been able to spend a significant amount of time outside. That's been really awesome. Carl, you just got here a little bit ago, so we'll we'll be able to do that here a little later. Yeah, I'm I'm the last man to show up, so uh, I got slim pickings on the beds, but uh, it's going to be good. Okay, so we'll start with some of the parade shit that happened to get here is that a good way to describe it yeah we all we all went through quite a bit not all uh, of us not all of us most of us so most of us uh, um yeah so well i don't know i guess we're kind of split here so sam and jimmy had no problems brandon had no problem other than the fact that he lost me but (laughs) that's also true we'll get there (laughs) we'll get there in a minute um but yeah so i mean it really seems like it's just us that seem to have some issues yeah, that's okay. That's fair. I mean, you uh, you missing your flight and whatnot. That was pretty. That was pretty great content. Even though you did did you miss your flight for content? Was dude? That the I know. I've been asked that several times. No, I did not. It was my own stupidity. Actually, I I can confirm this. Uh, yeah. I was there in person. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those things where, like, I was there on time and everything, but it was more of. Like, I, so my bag had a lot of equipment and stuff, and so I had the, this big jam box thing to play the Jimmy Midtown intro music. Which is the most important music. Absolutely. Of any of our podcasts. Correct. <laughs> and so it's unnecessarily long, all that. And so essentially they saw that in my bag, and they wanted to inspect my bag, and then they like took my whole bag apart. Because you're a terrorist. So Correct. Yeah. And so they took the jam box out, my Apple computer charger, which is the standard Apple computer charger. I mean, I, I get why they've got to search it or whatever, but like. I mean, come on. And then they also took out the video camera. Mm. So, like, all that stuff they were concerned about, it seemed like. And so, Brandon went through security before I did. And Brandon got done, and he was talking about wanting to get some coffee. And I told him, like, he was looking at me while I was standing there while they were going through my bag. And I kind of did one of these, like, the finger point, like, go ahead, I'll I'll catch up to you. And I guess we just, I didn't, I underestimated the time. And I stopped in to buy a, a bottle of water, which seems to be controversial because everybody thinks that I missed my flight over buying a bottle of water. How dare you? I, I know. And I think that's definitely untrue because well, I literally stopped in and like I went straight in there. There was nobody in line or anything like that. The water case was in the front. Grabbed the bottle of water, went up there, put my card in, paid for it. I was gone in 45 seconds. So the naysayers, would they rather you have been dehydrated in travel? So that's the thing. I am all about J-Mac founder really leaning in on staying hydrated. I think it's important. I think it's going to be great for your skin. It's going to be great. Cheers. But here's the thing. Did you know that on most airline flights, they bring you a beverage? Oftentimes complimentary. That sounds a little luxurious. Yeah, I don't know what airline you're flying, first of all. Uh, I got two bags of pretzels today. <laughs> what See, are you, what are you made of, money? Yeah, Mr. Moneybags over here. They handed them to me. Oh, oh Lord. Just, just handed him pretzels. There was no transaction, sir, just understanding. 
I'm not going to lie. I feel pretty bougie myself. I was offered cookies and pretzels. What the hell? I was offered both. I got nothing and was told to like it. I mean, J-Max flying rat milk airline. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Apparently. So, essentially, I miss... So, Brandon makes the flight. Right. And I was... I mean, Brandon, tell me. I mean, I, I was no more than three you minutes were, behind Yeah, me. maybe two to three minutes behind me. <clears throat> and the thing is, like, when I decided to uh, skip out on coffee and then go up to the gate, there was already the electronic sign-up above that said, you know, gates are, are now closing. And I was, and everybody's there, and, and the, the walkway's dark. And, uh, and I was like, uh, I showed her my ticket. She's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Let me on. I think I was the last one on the flight, and he was probably two minutes behind me. I mean, maybe two minutes behind you. Yeah. It, it, they, they, like, closed it up, and they were like, oh, well, it's the first flight of the day, because this was, like, the 6 a.m. flight out. And they were like, we can't we, – we have to make sure that flight is on time, otherwise it screws everything up for the rest of the day. Sure. Which I do understand, but, I mean, we're talking about, like, two minutes here. So I really like the visual of – Brandon having to like run in Mission Impossible jump to like catch the plane and he's yeah. dangling on and he's like screw Justin I'm going to Denver <laughs> yeah. you know and or, meanwhile I fall off the jet I wish it was like, more dramatic than that I just walked up there and was like oh okay I maybe, guess I'm the maybe last the one going visual on. of yeah. uh, Justin just banging on the glass door screaming and <laughs> yeah. getting hauled away by security <laughs> no in the hell so and it was funny because right before this all happened I had been telling Brandon you know. The, so the Red Sox really pissed me off by not trading anybody at the dead or trading for anybody at the deadline. Right, and so I was really itching to take out some rage, and so I was really looking for a good fight. And I just told Brandon that. So like automatically, I was going to miss my flight no matter what. You, you were flagged since I told him at that. that point, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I was fucked from the very beginning. Yeah. Um. And, and but the hell of it was whenever I got to the gate, they were like, "Oh yeah, well it's already closed up," and that's when they told me the thing about how that has to be on time. And I was like, "Well, like." T- you, what do I do here? And they're like, well, we deleted your ticket. So you need to go up to the counter. Wow, they deleted wow. that quick. Dude, right? They just like shut it off. And so I went up to the counter. And luckily, they I mean, they put me on a flight to Houston, which, so that did not make me happy. Uh, I, I just. I'm just very surprised that you're not in love with Houston. Uh, yeah, I know. It's shocking, right? Yeah. Um, so spent- can we jump in? I want to know at what point Brandon realized, like, you're going solo, man. <laughs> oh, I called him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got a call right when I sat down, and of course, I walk in, and there's no aisle seats left. Like, there's only like two middle seats, and uh, I found the right middle seat to sit at. But uh, but my flight was okay, and I thankfully had like noise canceling earbuds, all that stuff. But uh, somebody had a emotional support animal about four seats up that was like a small yippy dog, and it was just constantly whining and barking and. And, uh, you know, we we're talking like hour and 30, maybe hour and 37 minute flight. And the guy next to me was like, you could tell he's like one of those good old boys. And he was just eventually like 30 or 40 minutes into it. You know, I hear him through my earbuds or whatever. And he's just like, he's like, hey, shut that dog up. Yelling. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yelling. Yelling. That's like, my boy. People are losing their the shit. Flight. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Michael Douglas of falling down for a lot of people. So I mean, so, <laughs> Jesus, glad you got that. It was good reference. Right so there. was it a good was thing deep. I missed that flight? Would I have been gravely annoyed by that? You would have been. You probably would have been more annoyed by that than going to Houston. Amazing. Wow, that's saying order, a lot. That is saying a lot. I think everybody listening would agree. Okay. So was the I dog like... also humid and smelled like Ship Channel? I don't know. It was stuffed <laughs> underneath whatever whoever seat 
you know, in front of them. That's uh, 10 points to Gryffindor on that one, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. That's underrated. So, Brandon, let me ask you this, because I had wondered. You didn't laugh at the time whenever you found out. But you had to have been laughing in your head, right? Oh, I was. You didn't dare laugh at me. You knew better at that point in time because it well, was six o'clock in the fucking morning, and I'd already been up for two hours. Yeah, and it was it was kind of like what you alluded to uh, earlier. We were in the security checkpoint line, and I I just said that okay, I have a feeling that we're probably in a dealing with some bullshit. I don't know if it's in Denver or what, but uh, you know, you're probably going to be fuming about something, and you're going to be blogging about it here pretty soon. Oh yeah, that was the first thing I did is got out my computer and wrote the blog. Well, about that's it. the thing. I mean, that's you know, you got great content out of it, and everyone should go to sensiblyloud.com and read that blog. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, I woke up, you know, like a normal human that day, <laughs> and I didn't miss my flight, and I was able to really enjoy reading about yours. And while Brandon wouldn't laugh at you, I felt bad because I knew we we're all looking forward to this trip. But I was also like, "That's awesome!" Because the night before, in our group chat, I had been asking, "Hey, what uh, when's everyone getting to the airport relative to yeah, their time?" That was not lost on me. Like, no, not at I'm, all. I'm the individual who's you know like that textbook, the Onion, you know, headline where it's. Local dad assures his family as long as they show up 12 hours ahead of their flight, they'll be just fine. Like, I'm that guy sure. to a T. Yeah, so, I mean, I get, like, the, <laughs> I get where your sentiment was. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it didn't inconvenience me bad enough to where it was that much about getting mad about. Now, I had some things happen after that, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the, the one thing that I was really concerned about is I checked a suitcase full of equipment. And so I had to make sure that Brandon got that suitcase whenever he got there. And he had not seen said suitcase. So luckily, Brandon, well, you can kind of tell that side of it, actually. Well, first things first, uh, priority, because I skipped the coffee at Love Field, I did not get coffee on the flight. I just had like a Diet Dr. Pepper. So as soon as I landed, I wanted coffee. Uh, so there were lines at all the coffee shops except for Coffee Bean. So I went all the way towards the end of, uh, I guess, Terminal C that we were in, and uh, got that, and then that's when Justin texted me. I was like, okay, well, priorities, i got to have my coffee first. But it kind of... Uh, Fuck the equipment is what this guy says. Well, what it, a company guy. Yeah, forget you know, about it. you got to have energy for the equipment, right? So uh, <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> worst excuse I've ever heard. Move mark, on. Mark that. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep going that's fine so we went to so i went to the baggage claim and ended up getting the equipment uh the equipment bag was a little bit heavier than i thought it was going to be yeah I so i spilled that. a little bit of coffee on the ground but hey you know whatever at, at first whenever you told me this story i really thought you were headed towards telling me that you spilled the coffee all over the the equipment bag or all over someone else that's yeah. Yeah. i think it's a really good thing that as a company we invested in the 1992 color themed hot pink and teal vinyl bags with yeah. our company logo on. I think that was a really good choice to make it easy for Brandon to, to be able to them. tell what's going on. Correct, yeah. Uh, that. So there was that and the fact that by the time he got his coffee, took a dump or whatever, I'm sure, he got to the actual baggage loader and there were only two bags left on it and one of them was mine. So, I mean... That you was know. the answer. His Slim Pickens, really. His was the one with the um, uh, fat heads of David Ortiz sticking out the side. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. And Dustin Pedroia for, okay, for Sam. <laughs> but yeah, so so did anything else? So nothing Josh really Donaldson's else crazy cabs. happened. I was um, <laughs> hanging out of the bag. Yes, they don't fit. So stupid. 
the uh, the only other thing that really happened was I was sitting between you, Carl. You're gonna love this. So I'm sitting between two people because I was like the last boarding group in Houston. Okay, right. And because you know I got put on the flight last because you know I missed my first yeah, one. Yeah, at insult yeah, to like injury. Like an asshole. Got it. And um, and so I. <laughs> I was like the last one to get on, so obviously middle seats were the only thing available. It's you know like seat yourself or whatever with Southwest, and so I sit between these two guys, and so you know like if you have your backpack, you have the option to put it in the overhead right or under your seat right. Now, Sam and I talked about this earlier. You're an asshole if you put your backpack overhead because that's you need room for like the rolling suitcases and all that. Is that fair? Uh, not just fair, but if you actually have the backpack and you put it in sideways so that it takes up the maximum amount of real estate, yeah, it's a real you've actually dude. proven that you've never flown before in your life. Yes, all of that. So I I at least could take some solace in the fact that these one of these two guys, which I didn't know which one, had put their backpack under the seat. The problem was, before I sat down, they put it under the middle seat, and then they just didn't move it. Good. So I had to, like, you know, move around it the entire time. What a power move. Right? Well, also... I'm you, a pussy for not saying anything, the, well, but I knew I was going to go to sleep. But You like, seem like the individual who, if someone put their bag in your space, not not that you're going to be a jerk about it, but it's like, hey, I'm not going to be a pushover either. But the thing is, I have to sit between these two people. I don't even know which person owns this bag. I have to sit between these two people for the next two hours all the way to Denver. Can I just say that if that had happened to me, I would have... Potentially, A, giving it back to them immediately, or B, the more subtle initial move is to take it, and then in mid-flight, you, you get it out and you start looking through it, and then they're like, hey, that's my bag, and I go, I know it's your bag, here's your fucking bag. <laughs> that's a perfect solution. Everybody perfect wins. Solution. Yeah. My, right? my main thing about it was like, so it was annoying, yes, but like, I wanted to pick my battles with it, and I just, honestly, I wanted to go to sleep. Yeah, again, and so I, you I was were sleeping done. the whole way here yeah. anyway. So I mean, that was really like, but it was a real power move. Like that's a real asshole thing to do, right? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dick move. Yeah, so I don't like that at all. But I uh, so like that was my time here, and then whenever we got here, so do we want to go into the rental car stuff now, or do we want to talk about you guys travel here? I think let's do flights. Okay, so I guess Ben would be next. Yes, right. Hi everyone, Ben Baseball. You're. <laughs> Second don't favorite re, guest. Don't reset the, the show. <laughs> on some going you know you're here. Um, so my flight, I actually, as I was laughing at Justin yesterday, my wife, in all of her knowledge, she said, hey, you better stop laughing because something stupid's going to happen to you too. Not like in a bad juju sort of way, but in like a... No, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically when because I go travel. out in public, there's... She always know, tells Ben that. Yep. <laughs> it's a liability. Um, anyway. Everywhere so, he goes. I get there, uh, I arrive on time, early even, get through, you know, arrive at the airport 429, I'm through. Real quick question. Yes, sir. Sorry. Did you follow our advice as far as how early to get to the airport? We didn't actually talk about that. Yeah, I showed up an hour before check-in. Okay, got it. Keep going. So I got a, I got there almost exactly an hour, you know, 61 minutes before check-in. Security was maybe 20 minutes total, and then it was, you know, hang out for 20 minutes and board up, so it was really good. Okay. Except... We board up, and the plane backs out like it's coming down your driveway. And um, then we sat and sat, and they said, hey, we just have a little mechanical thing. We want to make sure that we um, have a chance to, to fix it. And we're like, well, that is important. Very we much. We do want this piece of basically science fiction, you know, 
flying with all of our lives. You know, we don't just want to be a name on a manifest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't want to be putting anything up there that's like covered over with Diet Coke cans or whatever. Correct. You want to make so sure they, it's really fixed. Right. So they pull back into the to the plane driveway, the skyway, <laughs> flyway. <laughs> all are acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So they pull uh, they pull back in and they're like, "Hey, we got it fixed. Congratulations, y'all. Should still make your connecting flights. No big deal." So we back out again. Wait, did they say congratulations? Yeah. Like they <laughs> like you did something. They lost professionalism throughout, and it it worked given this overall you know end to end interaction. But okay. Anyway, so we pull out again, and then they say, "Nope, still broken." LOL. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> so they pulled back up into the thing, and they just went ahead and announced. They said, "Hey, you need to go talk to ticketing." And all of us swarmed ticketing like, like people. Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people saying, hey, hey, get your cowbell at the ticketing. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Mark. So anyway. Yeah. So weird real fast. <laughs> we all go good. inside and we swarm the register like it's, you know, war of the worlds happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then finally they come on the announcement like, oh, uh, we actually just rescheduled your flight for 10. So it's not canceled. We'll still give you connection things. And uh, if you just go on our 10 o'clock flight, we'll give you a $100 voucher. So I said, free money. Heck yeah. This guy's getting double pretzels. He's getting free money. Well, that's the thing. What the hell? Four hours later, after we're supposed to take off, we're able to finally... <laughs> We were able to finally hit the air, uh, and everyone was super happy about it. It was same plane and everything. And as what? As Wait a minute. So well, that's the thing. As I'm walking up the gangplank, this pilot dude, he's like, yeah, we got it fixed. And then I could tell he didn't know how much he should or not say. And so he goes, we tightened some things, loosened a few things. And like, so I'm just losing it <laughs> no as people way. are... So I, I tell the guy, hey, next time you got to do this, pull, like, some spare bolts out of your pocket. And just be like, yeah. we got them. We got the problem. It's totally fixed. We took these out. Should solve should, everything. Yeah, we used some duct tape, which should be good. It's airplane duct tape, so it's a little, a little stronger. Not quite the NASA duct tape, but. I just can't believe the lack of, like. Well, I, I, how much transparency do you want in this situation? I would, I would say close to none. If you had. Uh, th- that guy's pretty candid when he's, he's walking down. You know, no. the well, he was just messing with us, like, oh, okay. which is awesome. That, like, okay, wait, that's good enough. So I he's th- playing head games with the passengers. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'm gonna say that's actually kind of funny. Yeah, I, I love the move. A little bit of gallows humor yeah. after you've waited for four hours. <laughs> if, if he looks at you and he goes, it definitely won't follow this guy now. Yeah, and you're like, I think I trust this guy. Yeah, this or, guy's been nothing but or lying shrug, to me. Shrug your shoulders because you're getting on an airplane and you have no control over it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had very little input in this outcome anyway. I'm just going to sit back and eat my double pretzels. I mean... <laughs> Baller. I just don't understand. You're getting free money, all this. Anyway, so yes, that was why I got the um, got the double pretzels, sir. Okay. How but, was the rest of the flight on the way here, though? Oh, uh, it was fine. I slept and tried not to drool. Okay. Wait, so hold on. I want to go back on something real quick now that I think about it. The, it was still the same plane, so they just did all this to buy a bunch of time? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to think they used the time to fix the aeroplane. Well, that's like okay. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yes, Ben. Wow, unbelievable. Okay, well, that's that's wild. I, yeah. I like it. What Do you have anything that's close to this, Carl? I don't know about close to it. I do know that I wore my uh, shirt that says Lucky ironically today mm-hmm. and uh, decided to show up 
at the airport about two and a half hours early because of all of the malaise that you both went through. Yeah, you had the benefit of seeing what happened to all of us. Yeah, it, it was it was a cautionary tale yeah. to to be sure. So uh, that's going to be the autobiography of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> a cautionary a tale. cautionary tale. <laughs> Sounds Don't try right. this at home, anything like that. Yeah, anything like that. Really. So so I, I showed up, and, and everything went fairly smoothly. Um, I, I did not get flagged as a terrorist, uh, nor did my flight get canceled. And I went... It's uh, a member of the IRA. Did you just call me a terrorist? I said you got flagged as one. I didn't okay. say you were one. Okay. Yeah. Just let's, checking in. Let's be clear. Just checking. So allegedly. I went... <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. All allegedly here. So I went... Uh, to my seat, I sat down, and uh, immediately, uh, this this nice couple decided to bring their two year old uh, and sit their two year old next to me. I I thought, like Tim, here's a stranger. Well, yeah, wait, I, I looked at so him. Like the seat next to you. The seat next to me. Yeah. So I, I I looked at him and I said like, "Hey, kid," and he was like, smiles, and I was that was fine, and I thought. This guy is pretty cool. He's not going to lose his shit on the airplane. Hold on. We're not moving away from this yet. I've got questions. Okay. Plentiful. Where were the parents? Where were they sitting? No, they they were... So, okay. Both parents were next to me, right? It was a three-row seat. Okay. And then they had the kid on on top of them. On a lap. On a lap. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're flying with kids, you got to do it before they're two and get that value price. Right. Yeah. So, I know about that. Right. Okay. So, it's on a lap. Because because they're they're a quarter of a human. Right. So, they... uh, he went. <laughs> the, oh, that sure. was dumb. Okay, yeah. so uh, that was really stupid. Okay, that was really stupid. Okay, so <laughs> this <laughs> this kid, he uh, he he looked at me. I looked at him. We were like, "All right, I'm cool with you. You're cool with me, and nothing's gonna happen." He immediately crapped his pants. <laughs> he, well, 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 took one look at Carl and just took he went back on his deal. Thought he was happening. Okay. Our our uh, our tacit agreement was broken apart immediately. What? And uh, was it, so is this like an unspoken agreement? Yeah, it was. Okay. And this this was just a bond that we had. You didn't and spit and shake it, over it. And which no, we did not. In which you're a thirty plus year old male, <laughs> right? Male doesn't really matter. Just human in general, right? Human. And you're understanding the baby with the same. It has the same kind of thought. He had a pacifier in. I thought we were cool. All right, fair, right. I thought he wasn't going to to reach supersonic octaves. But you at least <laughs> felt you at least felt like you had a social contract right. in place. Yeah, I okay. mean, I didn't I didn't All shake right. on it, but I mean, I also felt like the kid wasn't a complete asshole. Yeah, right. You thought wrong. It seems I thought wrong. Yeah, I thought wrong. Uh, again, ironic lucky shirt. Ki- kids are jerks, Carl. Kids are jerks. So how long did this kid cry for? Uh, only the entire flight. Oh, <laughs> so so starting at really came off? out on top. Yeah, so um, he didn't want to be there. the The mother um, gave it a real college try, and was was kind of grabbing things from around the airplane, thinking this will distract him. And when <laughs> the kid, what he wanted to do was not be on an airplane, mm-hmm. so that was a horrible decision. And, so a lack uh, of preparation is what we're dealing a lack, with. A lack of preparation. If if you keep the kid fed and or tell him that he's being a horrible person, maybe that works. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. I'm not a father, so yeah, Ben, can, can you weigh in on this? Kid. If you just judge him you outwardly. You not verbalize the judgment. No? Yeah, okay. So that would Traditionally. be. Traditionally. That would be bad parenting is what you're saying. Traditionally. Okay. That's so just fair. like emotionally running them down is probably out of the realm of 
safe. No, that would be our ge- parents' generation. Okay, okay. Got that's it. that's fair enough. Fair. So we have uh, this kid who, if you've ever heard a uh, kettle of tea boil, then like green uh, or like Earl Grey or no, I mean, well, it's I mean, water for tea. Yeah, water for tea. Yeah, take your pick. But you brew the tea. In no, the you don't pot. brew the tea in the pot. You're right. You're Tonight right. on Holy Tea Talk, moly. Yeah. Do we need to talk about how tea works. You know how to make tea. It's just a letter, bro. Tea party. This, this, Go on. this is the worst. Go on. So, <laughs> ben is the worst. That's all I <laughs> No. Don't put this on Ben. He knows how to make tea. I don't. I don't, th- I don't think that he does, but we'll talk about that later. Okay, Go that's on. fair. So if we actually have uh, a kettle that's boiling, right? You don't put tea in a kettle. Right. I just want to point that Correct. out. Correct. Okay. So moving on. There's uh, no law against that. Okay. It's the, a bitch to... Never mind. It's We're not just, going here. It's just not right. So... It uh it reaches an octave. The kid reached an octave above that, and uh, and is is crying and and moving around. And, and every single time, the mom was just like, "Oh, I've got this. Like, it'll be fine." It fell apart immediately. Uh, she was going off script. Things were going completely wrong. Um, I thought, I thought we had reached peak bad flight, right? Okay. And I put my headphones in tried to just cancel out this child. And so... Cancel child? Cancel, cancel child. Their noise. Yeah, yeah their noise. In general. Got it. And all... Yeah, in general. <laughs> and and so uh, and so what I was rewarded by is a uh, an elder gentleman behind me that decided the best way to combat this child was to kick the back of my seat. <laughs> Naturally. Constantly. That's my reaction. Yeah. Saying, Carl, do something. Yeah, please do anything. To fix this, uh, I did not. Um, How was he ki- like? It. I don't. I don't know. I didn't reach over. That was okay. So you had you the didn't pa- turn back and grab the old man's leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had the pa- stop this. Okay, you know what? I'm not I, gonna take this from you. You had the passive was- moment with the bag. No, I, that's I have. That's I have the ability to ignore man kicking me. I'm more just wondering how he was kicking the seat. I think it was probably his knee okay. moving against it. It might have been a nervous thing. Like, please, kid, stop exploding. And uh, you know it was it was it was pretty awful. Uh, also, the reason I bring up the fact that we had the backpack improperly inserted into the overhead compartment mm-hmm. was because I witnessed such a thing. Okay, um, no one corrected it. Took up valuable real estate. Mm-hmm. I was just angry it's about that already. Dick hole move. Dick hole move. Really terrible. So anyway, I. Uh, so I the shrieking baby the whole way shrieking here. Shrieking baby the whole way here. Um, they I, never found anything that even subsided it at all. No. Uh, which, I mean, I don't know if we could have gone with like the 19 teens and put some, you know, bourbon on his gums or something. <laughs> but uh, nothing. First nothing worked. talking about the old man. The old man? Either yeah, man. Bur- <laughs> but he was, gums well, he was, he, yeah, bur- bourbon on his gums would make him stop kicking the seat. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll never, we'll never know. It's just medicine. Yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> What gums? You could have been being kicked by the Marlboro Man. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. Unreal. That's still brutal, though. Man. It was so. I didn't like. I said I didn't have my seat. Uh, my uh, my flight canceled. I I didn't miss my flight, but it was without a doubt the least entertaining experience flying to Colorado. Okay, I've ever had. That's a bummer. It was a bummer. Yeah, that's well, what I'm here for is to bring this whole room down. Did y'all watch anything while you were flying? I actually watched Friends for the last like thirty minutes because I just needed something to do. Okay, Brandon. Uh, I was watching a like a video podcast. Okay, I checked out. Okay, 
Wait, totally like, you just went to sleep? So, yep. Oh, okay. I also, I wasn't watching anything. I was listening to podcasts. Uh, shout out, sensiblyloud.com. But the woman next to me was watching a movie and like, what do you do? Copious when, amounts of nudity? When the sex scene pops up in Holy the movie boy. that you're watching on the airplane. I don't like, watch something like that on an airplane. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought you're maybe safe with <laughs> The Office or, you know, like what Justin did, Friends, like relatively... You know, like it's not gonna be like you're you're putting on some Skinamax thing. Right? Yeah, you're not watching the like Pornhub sponsored Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, please, Jill. Does that does even exist anymore? So yeah. we we yeah. have we have uh, it in our hearts. <laughs> sure, in our hearts. So we have uh, when when I was when I was flying. I and I'll, I'm sorry, I'm just stealing this from you because it reminds me of. Uh, Blade Runner was it 2049 is that the sequel mm-hmm. yeah and uh there is a a sequence of nudity in that and it is it, it's not vulgar really it just kind of happens and I had a privacy screen in front of me while I was flying and immediately turned it off like I was <laughs> I was blushing yeah. I was just ah. like please god don't I mean, why do they I mean I guess that with the privacy screens they can get away with that kind of thing Right, so theoretically, right. but but a uh, person who actually is watching it on their phone or their tablet seems to be a bold move. Yeah, I'll I'll do you one better. So whenever I was uh, I was traveling, I forget where I was traveling to, but we were in the midst of moving to the new website, and I was moving all the old blogs over. Remember, I was literally copying and pasting every one of them over from the old site to the new site. It was, I forgot about this. It was a terrible system. So I'm on the plane doing a bunch of this work, right? Because it's just mindless at the end of the day. Like, once you've done it, you've done it a billion times. And um, so I'm going through all these blogs or whatever. I ran across the blog that I wrote about the Chicago Cubs mascot with the people cup drawing a dick on because he wasn't wearing pants. Right. And I had that image up on the screen as I had moved it over and... This lady got really pissy about it. She was like, did you uh, not have that up? And I was like, well, it's not up for very long, number one. And number two... It was, like, a, drawn, it was a drawn-on dick, though. Yeah. So you well, got that but going it's, for you. Yeah, but it's a cartoon. Like, it's a beloved cartoon bear. Yeah, it's like like if they went and drew a dick on like Fred Flintstone. So she's a Cubs fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, tastefully done, yeah, definitely as Sam Bino says. Like so. nose art on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's... It was a lot, though. So, I mean, I know how you feel, though, because it was just like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Of course, was, of all things, all time. I remember when I was on a flight to uh, Hawaii a long time ago, and uh, and I was walking down the aisle, and somebody had their phone out, and they were watching, or at that point, it was probably a portable DVD player, and they had a... Uh, they had like this grindhouse movie on, and, and like even within the five seconds I was walking by them, there was nothing but nudity and gore. And I, I was just kind of like, that's a that's a brave choice for an airplane. Like that man is n- not afraid to be judged, no. right? So that takes your regular checks mix up to bold party blend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure does. Not wrong. Sure as hell does. Well, okay. So do we have anything else like travel wise? Well, I, I want to hear your rental car thing. Yeah, so we're gonna catch up. Okay, that was, that's up next. Let's, let's so, that. so I get here and I'm, I wasn't really that. I was hungry for sure because I hadn't eaten all day. Right. And um, so I was probably pretty hangry. I'll give myself that or take it away from me. I don't know. However that works. Yeah, you were hangry. Yeah. But overall, like 
the way I see it, it could have been worse overall. Like, I mean, I got like they didn't charge me anything. It was a little bit of a delay, but not too bad. Like, I was within, I was here within two hours of when I was supposed to be. Sure, in, retro- been worse. in retrospect, it's not that bad. right. So, a big <laughs> thing that we came across in this trip, though, was the fact that we were getting in so early, and so we didn't know that the Airbnb was going to be ready and clean. Can I interject for just a moment, please? N- non sequitur a friend of the pod who i'm gonna have remain nameless went to the airport and missed their flight by a day they went to the wrong <laughs> they went on the wrong day to the airport i hope that wasn't any of us like oh. if their flight was on the 28th they showed up on the 29th that's that's a tough look uh, is it weird that's the first thing i check is that the day is correct when i'm riding to the airport i mean for that exact reason at you least have you're a process not, at least you're not showing that. up okay. for said flight yeah, well, I mean, in that in that way, I've never shown up on the wrong day. Yeah, like if anybody at this company misses a flight by a day, they're out of here. <laughs> like that is that that's un- inexcusable. Like you're not, you're not you're not keeping them on as the resident punching bag. No, Brandon's like, well, let's tap the brakes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, well, for playing odds, the person that's most likely to do that is sitting next to me. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't miss my flight by a day. That's the point. If they miss it by a day, like come on, we need to be on top of our shit better than that. That's yep. my whole point. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's crazy though. Anyway, sorry, missed it by a whole day. Proceed. So, like I said, we didn't know that the Airbnb was going to be open, or, like whether it was going to be open or not. And so we had had like so Brandon, Sam, Jimmy, and I were getting in like by ten o'clock basically. And so we didn't really know what we were going to do, and we kind of drug our feet on like figuring that out. And it was kind of like we should rent a car. We don't really need a car. Like, we're pretty much in walking distance to everything here. It just seemed like a waste overall. Like, it just it didn't really seem like we needed it. But then it was also like, well, we want to get groceries. We want to get water or stuff like that for the house. So it, you would need a car for that. Right. So, which I guess in retrospect, we probably could have just Ubered. But anyway, so we, we rent, ended up settling on renting a car for a day for just yesterday. Which would have been, you know, Thursday to go, or you know, Friday, basically. And sure. so we essentially, were. I was just going to basically take the car back, and meet Ben at the airport this morning, and then just ride back with Ben in an Uber. Mm-hmm. And so we just didn't even really need the car to begin with because the Uber was, or I'm sorry, the uh, Airbnb house was ready by like nine a.m. Well, kudos to the Airbnb. Absolutely, person. great place. This place has been awesome so far. We'll get into that later. Sure. But um, anyway, so like I was a little irritated because like Sam told me that it was it was ready, like the Airbnb was ready, and like I had already paid for the car through Priceline, so like we were, we were renting the car. It right? was yours. So we all went over to the rental car place, which is kind of off off by itself. And have you ever, Carl, rented from Advantage Rental Car? I have, actually. Okay. What's your experience like? Uh, what was your experience like? You must be prepared to wait in a line. Son of a bitch. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. No, and this is not something This is not something you advertise, right? You Correct. don't go, come to advantage, side. wait in a line. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not what you really want to do. Correct. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's the, however they have it set up. And I've, I've been to several rent-a-car places Um Total humble brag right there. Yeah, right? that was um, great. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that. weird brag. Yeah, that was <laughs> not a brag at all. Uh, <laughs> dumb statement. But the fact is that one of the places I've been to, uh, actually, I think with you, was uh, a kiosk. They they said we don't want to talk to you. Go talk to a computer. And I said fine, and uh, it was a monitor. 
Yeah. And the monitor and the camera and everything, and they've got someone actually at their headquarters that's working with you. And when you're done with it, they print out that receipt thing that's 40 pages long, like a CVS receipt, yeah. after you're done talking to them, right? So the uh, the human interaction was minimal at mm-hmm. this place, but I got in and out in 10 minutes. Right, which is the idea. Which is the idea. So, so I guess... It, it seemed like pretty iffy to me at the at the beginning, but I would do it again. Well, let me tell you, Advantage does not have similar parameters set up here. Correct. Like they they have dispensed with all of the frills. And I'll say this: like it was our fault for waiting too long to book this thing to begin with. So like it was, and it was one of those things where like usually I would just pay the thirty bucks more or whatever it is, but it was like a lot more. So it was one of those things. Where it was like, well, it's going to be one day. You know, we're not even really going to need this that much, so let's just do it, right? Right. So I did not. I should have talked to you about this because we did not anticipate the mile-long line that we had whenever we got to Advantage Rental. Car. In, in your defense, it's not exactly like I walk around bragging about the fact that right. I've rented from Advantage. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I, By the way, listeners, he's lying. That's what his T-shirt says right yeah, now. The Lucky has a Advantage the Advantage logo it. beneath right. it, which again, ironic. So I'm standing in this line. I told all the other guys, like, go wait out. Like, just don't stand here in line. Like, it's not necessary. I'll, I'll wait. I waited like an hour. Yeah. Like, you and I were texting back and forth. And you're like, I'll let you be. I know you've got stuff to do. I was like, oh, dude, I've got time. Yeah. Like, I've got time. I'm standing here in this line. Stand in line for almost an hour. Get to the counter. This guy, this asshole, this guy basically, it was overall a 25-minute interaction to get the car rented. That's absurd. Right. So we're sitting there going through all the, you know, like all the backwards and forwards of the whole thing. And like I had booked everything through Priceline. So I'd already given all my information, my credit card, all that stuff. And they always have to like check that and all that, which is fine. Sure. But like at one point he was like, okay, I need to go see if your car is ready. And I was like, okay. And then he just like hopped out of his chair and like walked out the door. Which is what you want from someone helping you. Yeah, not like a radio system or anything. Just walked out. Yeah. I'm standing there for another 10 minutes like a goddamn moron at this counter while this guy's out doing God knows what. Trying to find... Smoke break. Yeah, smoke break. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Trying to find my rental car. And a a rental car that I don't even need or want. What kind of car was it? A Hyundai Elantra. You said that with so many feelings dripping from your response. Yeah, well, because it's, again, it's just not that, it wasn't necessary in the first place. Would it have made it better had you been waiting for, like, a Denali Yukon or something? Probably not. I was was equally as irritated It was just, it was always going to be trash. Keep in mind the morning I had had up to this point. Agreed. You know, and so, like, this guy finally comes back out of breath and sweating. Sure. And then starts, like, switching chairs around in the back. Like, behind the counter. So, like, he, like, started moving. He, like, <laughs> this one girl had gotten up to do something, and he stole her chair. Man's got an eye for efficiency. Correct. Okay. Moved it over to his station. Right. Switched some shitty chair that was behind him back. So, he had, like, three or four chairs moving around like, at this well, time. Well, sir, we're getting ready for a wedding, a wedding, so I have to move some stuff around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I just want to get out of here. Sounds right? like he's a selfish prick. Dude, yeah, he didn't, wasn't worried about my feelings. Super nice guy or whatever, and is just but he just like he asked me like three or four times, "Have you been to Denver before?" I was like, "Yes, I was here six months ago, not that long." Like, come on, let's get this moving. So an asshole and short term memory loss. <laughs> Basically, dude asked me three times. Not Good. Even kidding. And so we so 
meanwhile, these guys are all sitting outside in the sun, just baking like potatoes because they've been outside for like an hour and a half. Grossly misunderstood, mis, God, underestimated the amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like it was going to take that long. Well, it did whenever we saw the line, I guess, but, you know. Sure. Overall, it seemed like one of those things that'll start moving, and it did not. We've rented from Hertz. It took two seconds. It, that's, yeah, exactly. So I was really skeptical of this, right? And so then he gives me, like, the receipt. And it was like, and so we took it, and so apparently they were going to pull the car around, which is odd. Usually walk out to the car. Sure. So they say, okay, we're going to pull the car around. So we're like, okay. So we stand there for like 10 minutes like a bunch of dopes. And this guy finally comes by, and one of us grabbed him, I don't remember who. And he was like, oh, well, what's your, we were like, can you get this car for us? He was like, oh, what's your stall number, or lane number, whatever the hell it was. We looked at it, no number whatsoever on the ticket. It like had a, a place for it. But no number. No wonder he took so long looking for it. Right. He had to go to the void. (laughs) Right. And so basically, yeah. And so this guy had like told us like, oh, well, we're going to, we're basically going to, it's when it comes out of like the car wash, we're just going to bring it around to you. So they didn't assign it a number, I guess. Mm -hmm. So then that guy like runs away. As they do. Right. And bring somebody else their car around, which they gave their slip to him first. So whatever. I don't care. And. Then is like, okay, you guys, let me go try to find this thing. And then he like runs off into like inside the car wash. Like, you know how like there's like the standing side, like, you know, like on the, like he like went in there to look and see. I just want to say the visual I just got from what you said is that he ran into the car wash. Right? <laughs> like he ran into the car wash structure. Okay. So that's, that's so fun. he did. Head first. Yeah. yeah. Like we don't know that he didn't go through the brushes. Right. That's, that's my smash got cut the, was. The tricolor foam soap and like yeah. wrestling with one of the rotating dudes. I yeah. Mean, just the, wanted to see if the Elantra was there, man. He, he was raining to get you your car. Right. Yeah. Like this guy was the most helpful person we saw there. Good. I mean, he, I mean was, he had to be if he was willing to get Ray next. Well, also, he didn't really have to. <laughs> he skated circles around those people pretty easily because I think he's working with a bunch of morons. Fair enough. Like, that guy switching those chairs around was an unreal scene. <laughs> like, imagine imagine being at work and then seeing, like, your coworker get up to go to the bathroom and you just switch their chair out with yours because it's worse. What like, you think you saw was an absolute turd, but what you were really seeing was value-added efficiency. <laughs> right, yeah. He's just trying to make himself more efficient. I get it. Yeah. He needed it. Yeah, he had to. He was absolutely terrible. And... So then it took another 15 minutes or so for them to get the car around. This whole thing took us like an hour and a half. Sam was able to, and I'm going to let him tell this story in a minute. Sam was able to walk over to a nearby gas station to get a six-pack and a bunch of water for everybody. I mean, as as you would do if you were waiting. Right. So Sam's going to take the mic from Ben here for a second. And he's going to <laughs> tell the best story I've heard out of Sam in quite some time. Do what you can. Well, the walk there was anticlimactic. There's no sidewalks or anything. How um, far would you say it was? It's 0.6 miles, says Google Maps. Okay. So I get there in about 10-ish minutes. I'm walking on like dirt and grass and a little bit of shoulder road. Is it that is a gas station that's right next to all the rental car places? Okay, exactly. got it. There's a Schlotzky's, um, which I didn't know still existed. Uh, yeah. If you were going to ask me if Blimpy's serious still name, existed, serious sandwich. Well, <laughs> well, uh, a friend of the podcast, Schlotsky's. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Please yeah. continue. So the journey there, uh, not a big deal. I get the groceries. I'm. It's four bottles of water, some beef jerky, chips, and, and a six pack of beer because we were gauging Justin's progression through the line. 
and he had made it about seven steps in 20 minutes. So we were like, all right, we definitely have time and would, would do well by going to get some uh, p- provisions, I would say. Fair enough. So uh, the, the real story starts when on my way back. I make it about 0.2 of the 0.6 miles uh, toward back towards advantage. Advantage or advantage? advantage? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, and a guy stops in his car. It's a Mercedes GLC, like brand spanking new rental car. And he's like, uh, hey, do you want to ride? And I kind of right look at him and I literally go, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you said this beef jerky's for you. I'm carrying, I'm like, I'm wearing a, a white button down shirt with two cans on it and like shorts and, you know, I look like just a standard white pretty guy. harmless white pasty yeah, guy. Just a white guy. <laughs> and it, it, I hop in, I look at the guy, I'm like. This guy is, like, smaller than any of the people I'm looking at right now. He's a skinny white guy. So my name's Eric. He's wearing shorts and a, a button-down. And I'm like, this guy's totally harmless. Yeah. And he's, he's like... He's an ocular pat-down. He's like, yeah. where are you going? <laughs> I was like... He's like, where are you oh, going? he patted it. Yeah. yeah. An ocular pat-down. <laughs> There's it. nobody in the back seat. I mean, it, it just seems completely harmless. This is so against my nature to be like... Yes, yeah. let me jump in this car with a stranger because who the fuck does that? That's the weirdest part about this story is it's so unlike you. Yeah, I mean, I had, had like... So Brandon and I waited <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> Brandon and I waited at the bar for like easily three hours. Yep. And uh, we had mimosas at 8, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, this was a bar we found in the terminal after we got the luggage. Yep. I had easily had like five drinks. So I was like feeling pretty loose. And I'm in Denver. I'm on vacation. Yeah. Like, this guy yeah, can't exactly. hurt me yep. in in the Mercedes. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how funny it would have been if you would have gotten kidnapped within the first like three hours. I just kind of did the math and I was like, if this guy attacks me, I'm I'm gonna kill him. Oh man. And he goes, How far are you going? I'm like, Oh, I'm just up here. It's super close. And maybe maybe I was just lucky that it was so close. Maybe it wasn't enough distance for him to formulate a plan of attack. Right. Maybe. But he like he took me. All the way to the the place, and he dropped me off. He's like, "Hey, man, have a good vacation." And I'm like, "Thanks, Eric. I'll see you later." <laughs> so I get out of the car, and it, it had been like seven seconds since I texted Brandon and said, "Like, I'm on my way back." And I show up. Like, it's <laughs> half a like, mile. Okay. He goes, "It kind of didn't take you that long to get back." I go, "Yeah, I kind of hitchhiked." Got a ride from Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric took me. Just a night. Just That's ran into amazing. a nice guy on a good day, I guess. How far had I moved in the line by the time you got back? Uh, you were at the counter almost by the time uh, I finished my first one. So still- only 40 more minutes before yeah. he got his car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jim, Jimmy and I cracked open some banquet beers and we had some beef jerky. I think there was just some general hangar going on. Sounds like a road trip to me. Yeah, exactly. Some road snacks. And then we were going to crack a second one and Jimmy had checked on progress. And you were at the counter, but that took you 17 minutes. I yeah. mean, we could have like <laughs> right. killed the whole sixer, but... You definitely could have. That guy, I mean, the moving the chairs around behind the counter while your customers stand there is an unbelievable move. The fact that you didn't ask Eric outright if he had chloroform is kind of disappointing. I Yeah, I don't know what his... I mean, you can't attack a guy in or the passenger cocaine. seat. He's driving the car. <laughs> That's what you think. Definitely tough. He felt extremely harmless and just a little bit maybe too friendly. Maybe he was high. Who knows? That's a good question. Odds oh, are, that's a good point. Yes. I, I had no issue with it. it. It is extremely against my nature to accept a ride from a stranger, but... So, and then after he dropped you off, um, did he, like, try to find you on MySpace? 
question of the century. Yep. Yes, I reverse hacked his phone and found his search history. <laughs> good, good. You had just enough time in the point four miles <laughs> that you were moving. It was a it was a great start to the trip with Brendan and I uh, just having a lot to drink early in the morning and then. The best part was that you show. So I'm standing there in line. He shows up and hands me a smart water, which I appreciate. That's good. Other than the fact that I clearly couldn't get out of line, so like I couldn't really drink much of it because. Well, you're all about staying hydrated, so this seems like pretty on brand. Right. Nice callback. Perfect. Uh, Sounds like an excuse. No, I mean I'm, I'm. Like I said, I was grateful for it. I just couldn't drink much of it, and I was I was just I was so fuming mad at this point of even having to wait. Would you say the I water even... cooled you down? Yeah, apparently not no. bad. But I was, uh, it was a whole, the whole experience was just unbelievably terrible, man. I was terrified to take the car back today, knowing that it was going to be another interaction with them. It ended up being fine. No, oh, you know, returns are easy. No problem. They, but they, what they do is put you through the 12 levels of hell right. to get the car. <laughs> right. It's just astounding to me that nobody was in any kind of hurry. Except for the guy that brought the car around. So I like the idea that they send the person who's behind the desk to go running at the car because that's another job. Right. We can't spend money on that. Correct. Right. But we'll let the customer wait for 20 minutes at the counter and then move chairs around. In the back. Again, it's a Spirit Airlines model of thinking. Right. right? They, you will it, like do absorb. Do all harm. Yeah, do all right. harm. Well, <laughs> absorb the, crap. And the part that killed me, fine. though, was the fact that there were employees at the counter, you know, working next to him that were just moving right through people. Moving chairs, maybe? No, they were like, they had, like, I saw the same, like, two, at least three sets of people exchange, like, get cars and get everything done at the counters next to me before I got done with mine. I, I believe you, but I also find it hard to believe that there's anybody efficient there because of my experience. I mean, unless there, there was the exact same staff issue yeah it's possible so i'm not ruling it out specifically i wouldn't i mean and they could be part of the training program too you never know in which case you're just training bad talent well i would say that the trainers are terrible and that the talent is actually showing them up it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of accountability going on at this place that is seem very lax that is fair You've already paid us money, so, so get ready you. to ride. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, so you paid us money, so fuck you. How do you feel about that? Yeah. That's kind of how that is. And the answer is, give me my Hyundai Elantra, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It, it really, it was an overall, like, I guess I'm glad we got it. I mean, was it a good thing we got it, Sam? Yes, we have no less than 100 pounds of water bottles that yeah. we wouldn't want to carry by hand. But we also literally did that like 10 minutes before we took the car back. So... We, we all, I mean, Jimmy and I also went to the grocery store and got a, a pretty good uh, bounty of food. So there, the bounty of food, I like that. So I mean, I guess it was cor- worth a regular it cornucopia, Carl. <laughs> I guess Thank it you. was worth it overall, but I just can't imagine that I'll be renting from them again. Yeah, I I had that moment where I actually looked at them and I was like, wow, ten dollars less. Skip. This was like a lot less, or like it was significantly less from where it was. This this is the quintessential how much is your time worth correct and we've played this game on numerous occasions for numerous things i think that advantage loses that every time yeah and the fact that the inside of a hertz looks like an ipad mm-hmm. not not too shabby they yeah. they handle your shit immediately um also friend of the podcast hertz yeah so free ads free ads just handing out free yeah. ads that's what we're doing podcast uh getting hertz and schlotskis there you go yeah 
speak it into existence, I think is the idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Any other travel stuff? It sucks. It's been a hell of a ride to get here, but I'm glad we're here. Yeah. No, exactly. This is uh, this is pretty good. We had a pretty interesting person come up and uh, try to... Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Not not invade our space. She tried to invade she our space. She tried to invade our space. Yeah. That's, what would you call trying to open the door, if not invading? Uh, Stick to it. I, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Breaking and entering. Yeah. Yeah, breaking and breaking entering. Uh, so, contextually. Contextually. Yeah, so we're all sitting down. I just walked in. Uh, I put everything away. We're all we're all hanging out. Um I'm I'm chilling here with Phil the Flamingo. And uh all of a sudden we we kind of hear talking outside, which again, very strange as someone who is operating solo. Would everybody agree? Like they're yeah, talking definitely. they're talking yeah. to themselves. Talking to themselves, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely weird. And uh and everybody's saying, oh, is there a woman next door? And it's, okay, fine. Um maybe they're in their own backyard because we have a very close proximity to the next backyard. And uh it turns out that they were not in the next backyard. In fact, they were in our entryway, basically, like trying yeah. to like jiggle the doorknob and we were kind of looking at each other like, what the hell is going on? Uh, J-Mac and I actually go to the door uh, after Brandon kind of scopes it out, right? And then we walk outside. Therein is a person that looks rabid. I'm Definitely not, looked rabid. Yeah. Had been eating some kind of Cheetos. Agreed. Yeah, there was there's, there was a Cheetos thing, cheese dust happening. She kind of reminded me of the, the lady that kind of takes care of Charlie's place and Two and a Half Men. Oh, Berta? Yeah. She wow. like a Berta. If Berta had gotten a kind of mild <laughs> case of rabies, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, okay. I figured she was homeless. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. I, I Did y'all watch Shaun of the Dead? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah, so like it was like where the zombies just start showing up in their backyard. Yep. It did kind of feel that way. Yeah. I uh well, J-Mac opened the door and I I walked out there and uh I, I had the opportunity, the privilege, to shake her hand. I did oh, Mountain too. Carl, you're so brave. Oh uh, well, I it mean, weird. your hand is so mountainous, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because she didn't even know what my nickname was, and she shook my hand. <laughs> she just knew it. She right. just knew. So, but I asked her. I said, "Can we help you?" And she was like, "Oh, well, we live next door." False. We. God Perfect. Damn it. So Sam just sat slightly off mic, but I guess there uh, he has a read on her. Sam, what's going on? Uh, I'm looking out the window. I'm the only person that can see this right now, but that woman is outside the front of the house, and there's also a man. They're both just looking at the front of this house that we're in. This Sam is Bino a live scene. acting development. Like as we speak, there's people. Should we take the camera out there on the front yard? Sure, you can take the camera out there if you <laughs> want to. I'm not, <laughs> I've already shook the beast hand. So the beast. Not I'm gonna go. Name. I'm gonna go out there, do a little investigative journalism, All and right. uh, I I will be back. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Have fun with Berta. Keep your kidneys, buddy. Yeah. I think they're moving on. I don't understand why they seem to be casing this joint. I think I was Ben. Did you catch? Probably to rob us. You can open up the peephole thing. That'd be even funnier. What do you this think, is, Paul? Yeah. What, this is really bad radio. This is uh, terrible radio. Okay. Okay. I don't know what he's doing. What do you think, Paul? Well, and he just went outside. Carl, you're gonna have to give the play. Yeah. Back okay. Here. So I'll do the play-by-play here. After I figure out where the hell everybody went. Okay. So 
<laughs> that was disturbing. That's weird, right? Why does she keep casing this place? This Carl is... suddenly now went blind. <laughs> yeah. He got no. hit with the men in black thing. Yeah. Ben, ben is outside, yeah. nothing doing. He's coming back inside, and that was the end of the story. So How anticlimactic. That was not good. What the hell? Crickets. All right, we'll get it back on the mic here. Ben, you have to update us on what's going on out there. There were three individuals. Okay. Good talk. No, they were walking away. Like, they were walking down the sidewalk and, like, kind of doing that, like, little faster speed mall walking. Like, just trying to mall walk away from me. When they saw you, did they see I don't know spooked? if they saw me. I think that they were already, like, we have all the information. Mm. And then that was kind of what happened. The talkative one already came up and shook her hand. And the other two were... We're not having. Yeah, there's totally case now. Join, see if people were out on vacation. Like, if this place is empty, who knows what would have happened? You know. Yeah, I mean, she basically just said, like, we just want to make sure that, like, you guys are having a good time. Are you renting the place for the weekend? I said yes, and then she said okay. Which, by the way, the the actual visual of her breaking and entering is hilarious. Yeah, she came in like knocked on the window. Maybe that is weird. Maybe this is her flamingo, and like this homeowner took it. Maybe she is the homeowner. That's a good... Uh, maybe. It doesn't... I mean, you've been talking to the people. That's some next level stuff right Ooh. there. Sam talks to people. But couldn't she just come in? Do I? That was the case? Wouldn't she have the code? It was very weird, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so but, now we, we've basically confirmed that she's circling the joint. Yeah, but I mean, the management has been nothing but kind and right. professional and totally not weird. Well, and two, uh, there's also a security camera out back, so I'm sure management has all that on camera. Also very curious. Maybe we if should contact them and yeah, just let them know. That's yep. probably not a bad idea. It feels idea. like a weird thing to be happening. Also the idea that management would not be aware, or, or I'm sorry, the camera being there makes me think that they are aware of strange passerbys investigating their home. Yeah, there's no lock on that gate back there. You can just open it up from the alley. Oh, I know, because she walked right through it. Scary. Yeah. It's like the goddamn zombies on Minecraft. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. That is a strange, strange thing. Yeah, I can't. Well, I guess more to come on that. We'll, we'll I think we'll kind of get everybody, um, you know, we'll keep everybody updated. I think we need to we need to dig more into this. I don't like Berta out there walking around. Ber- Berta is a trouble. Yeah. Do you think Phil has anything to do with this? Phil the Flamingo? Well, you think that, I mean, it's already been brought up by, by Ben, I believe, that the the flamingo is Berta's. It could be. So that is like a turf war level arrangement, and right. we need to be very careful. So we've got a hostage situation going on, is what you're saying to me? Uh, inadvertently, yes. Okay. We should have Ben read one of the pages of the guest book left behind. Oh well, no, we're gonna do more of that. I think we're gonna we're save that. Okay, we'll that. save it. Yeah, well, that's gonna happen though. Is that a picture of? Uh, no, don't don't go into it yet. Automatic man. content generation. Yeah. Hit him with it. No, Sam just the threw the book across the room. Why are yeah. you so angry, Sam? Sam threw the He's book. He's mad about this Berta thing. I don't blame him. Do you need Please. a Snickers? Hmm. Maybe Berta needs a Snickers. <laughs> Berta needs to stay the hell away from our place. I agree. <laughs> I agree That's what she that. needs. I agree with that. All right. Well, we're going to keep everybody updated. We're going to wrap everything up. We want to remind everyone to follow us on social media. That's Sensibly Loud Media on Facebook. And at Sensibly Loud on Twitter and on Instagram. And we will be back later on within the next day or so with more. So then we'll see you guys next time.